the show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh, yes, we are. We've got uh, some good stuff for you today. So I want to welcome all the moms, any dads and kids that are listening. You're welcome as well. I am Jenny, and this is Channel Mom, where we encourage moms. We just love to focus on your amazing value. Just believe that. You're an amazing person as a mama in this world. All right. So speaking of being a mom, I really, I really believe that navigating the parenting of teens and young adults is way harder than ever it was to deal with toddlers. How about you? Would you like some help? We've got our friends from Next Phase Parenting on uh, the show again today for part two of our conversation with them. They're here to help you with things like parenting through the college years to help your kids succeed and maybe even come out debt free, how to change your parenting style to relate well to your young adult kids, and even how to enjoy those empty nest years. We've got a quiz for uh, every mom out there you can take about the empty nest years. That is all coming up, so stick around for one minute. Channel Mom will be right back. Are you in need of some girl time or maybe a mother-daughter date? We've got just the place for you. Enjoy an afternoon of respite and refreshments with an authentic English tea. Lynn's Tea Shop and Cafe serves a delightful afternoon tea or a delicious breakfast or lunch in their cafe, all at affordable prices. Offering special teas like the chocolate fountain tea or princess tea, there's something for everyone at Lynn's Tea Shop and Cafe in Littleton. For a 10% discount, use the code CHANNELMOM. Visit lynnstea.com. That's lynnstea.com. Moms are a big deal, but sometimes the world forgets. That's why Channel Mom Media and Outreach is here. We exist to love, coach, and encourage every mom, whether she's struggling with parenting, single motherhood, homelessness, or locked in prison. On radio and social media, Channel Mom works to remind each mom of her importance and give her the latest and best advice. We also reach out to moms with our hands and feet, helping homeless and incarcerated moms, as well as moms in the country and mothers in the city. You can join our work by praying for us, volunteering, or giving at ChannelMom.com. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh, yes, we are. We've got a cool show today. Last week, we had our friends from Next Phase Parenting on with us to talk about uh, the teen years and, and, and even the early teen years, the middle school years, and preparing your kids for a life plan. How they could start preparing very early for whether they wanted to go to college or build uh, toward a career and what they needed to do uh, to set goals for those things. And this week we're going to talk about a little bit older stage as our kids are, you know, just about to go to college or in college or now in their careers and ways that we can still be good parents in those years and how to enjoy those empty nest years and not just fall apart when our kids leave the home. I do want to remind you about Lynn's Tea Shop and Cafe, which you heard during the break. Um, if you will mention Channel Mom when you uh, reserve your space there online, 
and it's uh, lindstea.com, lindstea.com that you go to. Just uh, mention Channel Mom and they'll give you a discount, which is kind of cool. It, it is very authentic. And Carolyn is a fantastic baker and cook. Uh, so it's authentic. I, I've been with my daughter, Georgia, and it was, you know, it was beautiful mother-daughter time. So I encourage you to check that out. All right. So the deal for today um, is that we have the two ladies who do the next phase parenting summit. And it's really good stuff to prepare your kids for those next that next phase and also um, back to school advice and, and, and a bunch of experts to help you with these things. It's, it's phenomenal. They're also both mom bloggers. One of them is a middle school teacher. So they really are, are experts on how to deal with our kids that are getting into that next phase. And I hope this is going to be a blessing to the moms and the grandmothers out there today. You know, I love to set stuff up with a little music. So <laughs> last week, this almost made me cry. This is such a good song for sending our kids out into the world to fly. So here's Rod Stewart. Raise your hand if you're crying, and I've got my hand up. Oh my goodness, that's such a good song for the, for you know sending your kids out into the world. And by the way, this is what we've raised them for. It does make me cry because I think about my son and my daughter toddling around when they're little, and they never wanted them to leave the house. But this is what we've raised them for. So this is why we're going to have this talk today with our friends from Next Phase Parenting and the Next Phase Parenting Summit, Melanie Studer and Lara Dennis. <laughs> I struggle with the pronunciation of Lara. I have a friend whose name is Lara, but not Laura. And so I have, you know, sort of learned how to do that. All right, ladies, welcome to Channel Mom. Hi. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Well, good to be here. <laughs> yeah, good. You're back again. You're back again. All right. So let's just start off. And, and Mel, you can talk about this. What are the typical issues in the 21st century? And maybe even with COVID and, and sort of post-COVID, but some people say we're not post-COVID. You know, all of the stuff our kids are facing. And I just was weeping for my daughter today because she's facing going to college and, and, and she's going to be going to college in California. So guess what? That's going to be super hard. Um, you know, the stuff stuff that our young adults are facing right now, both in entering into college or being in college or entering into a career or the military, there's a lot of limitation right now. So what are some of the typical issues that, that you know, we're facing as parents of young adults? Yeah, I think that a lot of, I think that our kids are, you know, really anxious. Um, and I think a lot of it comes from COVID. I think just this world has come crashing down around us all. And, you know, I think in a lot of situations that some kids are prepared for that. They're a little bit more resilient. But I also feel like it's really pointed it out to, you know, educators like myself and and parents like we all are that, you know, we need to, 
obviously you can't prepare for a pandemic, but uh, to trust our kids with situations that are new and uncertain and let them, I think that's one thing that's hard as a mom is to let them fail sometimes. Yes. That builds up that muscle of, okay, I can do this. It doesn't matter what happens to me. I can do this. And when we build that up in our kids, they they'll succeed no matter what their plan or path is. Yeah, we, we may be producing some very resilient kids right now because they've had to face so much and, and, and our young adults are facing so much. Um, one more thing for you, Melanie, and then we'll go to Lara, and that is um, you've got a, a son that chose to get an associate's degree, and, and we want to say this up front. College is not the only path. And by the way, college is a very expensive path. So if right. you've got a, a child you know, going into the military, first of all, kudos to them. Thank you for their service. But, but secondly, there are a ton of alternatives. And, and your son t- chose you know, sort of an alternative situation. How is he doing as he steps into the career world? And, and what is your advice for a, a mom facing that? I think, you know, we have to be open because, of course, in my heart, you know, as a young mom, I thought, oh, I'm going to raise my boys. They're going to go to college. You know, that's just the path that we took, mm-hmm. or a lot of us. Yeah. And I think we need to step aside and let us, you know, we need to realize that our kids are on their own path, and we need to support them, whatever that is. And he's finishing up his associates. He's taken a wandering path of four years to do that. But you know what? It's worked for him. He's struggled a little bit with the pandemic, and he's back on track. Um, but in the meantime, he got um, – his national certification for personal training and he's working on, you know, he's working on construction. So his path, he was always more hands-on and not as great of a student. And so this has worked for him. And I'm so excited to see where that's going to take him because who knows? Yeah, and I do love your advice to say you got to be open. And and with both of our kids, they, they were they're both pretty academic, and so we were pretty sure they were going to go to college. But we also didn't want them to to be burdened by debt. And frankly, we didn't want to be burdened by debt. So we we did have to kind of sit down and make that plan. Like, is this really what you need for what you want to do in life? And that and you gave that advice in the last show. I was just going to interject with something kind of funny. <laughs> My son is 22 and um, he he wants to be an attorney. So he's getting ready to, you know, take the LSAT and and do all that. Um, But he's also kind of trying to finish up his college years and still be a a kid to the extreme sometimes. So he's off on a boating trip with all of his buddies and they're, you know, in Nebraska. And so and I'm not a perfect mom. I just want everybody to know that we don't have a perfect and prim family. So I'm sure there's beer drinking going on and there's some wildness and they're on the boat and whatever. So my text to my son this morning, and I'm looking at it right now was son, I hope you are alive and well. And all he wrote back was I am mother. And so, you know, I'm still checking on him at age 22. So, so Laura, let's, let's go over to you. How does our style need to change? From, from those, you know, teen years from, you know, 16 through 18 to when they're actually off at college and becoming young adults and going to a career and things like that? Well, I think we mostly have to understand that they are working to find their own path. And you can't, if you make that path for them, you will stunt their growth. I know when I went with my first son to his orientation at Baylor, they locked the parents in a room while the kids went to go do their schedules. Yeah. Because they knew that if they let the parents go, you would stand over them saying, no, 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 don't take that class. Take this. Do that. You know, the kids have got to start finding their own path. And if they make a mistake or two, we have to let them make a mistake or two. 
And, and, and Laura, how does that how does that look? Because I think that's one of the biggest difficulties for moms. I still overparent both of my kids, and they're twenty two and eighteen. How do well, we step back and, and I give think them? We all do to a degree. <laughs> we all want to. Uh, is you know, as I understand it, your role t- changes to cheerleader and prayer warrior. You know, yeah. as opposed to just person who is telling them what to do all the time. And so you have to give them some space. And work on ways to be close to them. Our family has a group chat that just, you know, all five of us that just kind of, you know, it'll go two, three days with nothing. And then the kids are posting memes that I don't even know what they mean. (laughs) And, you know, and we are all college football fans. So we can basically everyone sit in their living room on a Saturday and watch college football together. And your child is never going to complain if you send them a care package. They're never going to complain if you send them a picture of a dog, of their dog, not yeah. a dog, their dog. And they're never going to complain if you show up once once a semester, offer to take them and a friend out to dinner. Yeah. They're never going to complain. You, you, There are ways to stay close and be loving. You know, there's obviously, I'm talking about a child that's not in some sort of crisis. Sure, sure, sure. And a child that's healthy and mostly everything is going okay. But um, Uh, we have this gal on the Next Phase Parenting named Kelly Randall, and you've got to listen to her stuff. You will want her to adopt you when you hear the fun ideas she has for relating to your adult children. Can can you give me one? Can you recall one? Well, like she, when they come home for Christmas, she has even like theme dinners. (laughs) She goes and gets like, she decorates the table and... You know, we'll have taco night, and it'll be like the whole fiesta. And I know that sounds like a lot of work, but just the way she describes it and just making your home fun and not a place that is just a place of stress. And, yes, sometimes you do have to talk about something serious, but it should not never be just a nag, nag, nag. Yeah. Talk about all the problems all the time. They need to come home and have a respite. That's right. That's right. And my kids do call me the fun mom, but sometimes I do slip terribly into nagging, especially my 20-year-old, 22-year-old son, whose room is atrocious in our home right now, so I tend to nag. And and so that's a great reminder that we need to just be their cheerleader. Well, we all do. Yeah. yeah. Just, we have to constantly remind ourselves not to. Yes. And the more we remind ourselves and cheer each other onto it, the less we will do it. You know? We're going to get into the best tips for enjoying the empty nest years here in a second and, and maybe the empty nester quiz and all of that. It's good stuff, Laura. But but Melanie, we, we talked a little bit about this in the last show, but I kind of want to extend it into the adult years. We were talking about doing this with teenagers as they make their plan, even at age 12 or 13, and say, what do I want to do? What are my goals? How do I learn to reach those goals? How do I you know set the, the particular goals I need to reach the you know what I want to do in life? But let me say this, as our child is, my daughter's 18, and she's fantastic with money, so I am not worried about budgeting with her. I'm still worried about it with my 22-year-old son. Hopefully he doesn't listen. But um, is there a way, as they're young adults and as they're starting the college years, to still be involved enough that we help them learn to budget and, and learn how to push toward that debt-free state? Yes, I think so. And I think that's another thing that hopefully you that's another conversation. My, my huge platform is talk to your teens. Don't yeah. let them shut you out. But yeah. finances is huge. And, um, yeah, so that's one thing. As our kids got jobs, we sat down and we talked about proportionate saving and spending and tithing and, you know, how did they – what percentage of, you know, money did they want to put in each 
pocket or we use the envelope system or huge Dave Ramsey vans. And so they're not, so they didn't buy into that, but they have each decided, you know, when they get a paycheck, I'll just, we'll sit there and talk and say, okay, this paycheck is $279. So what portion are you going to save? Yeah, that's good. And you can do that. You can do that. They won't be offended even between 18 and 25. No, and my and my son that is working talk about, you know, worrying about your adult child. He's twenty one, he's working on a dock at the Lake of the Ozarks where it is just wild. And he has a fanny pack and he comes home with these giant wad of all of his tips. And yeah. so he loves counting it and sorting it, putting it all the right and so then I'm like, Okay, well so that's you know, eleven hundred dollars that you just made this weekend, so what are we gonna do? And so he usually is like, Well, I think I could live on two hundred. Oh. He's like my daughter. He's a good budgeter. Yeah, he is. Now, my oldest son loves to, he likes to save, but he loves to spend. So I think you just kind of have to work with each, like, if they don't, if they're saving at least, you know, 10 to 20%, I'd say you need to be happy. But the more, and we keep telling them, and I think they've seen our budget, we've talked to them about it, the more they can save now, the better things will be later in my husband sat down and showed them compound interest. You just have to show them examples. Of yeah, that's good. Good decision making. That is good. My daughter, I, hopefully nobody knows where I live. My daughter has a <laughs> safe and literally she's got like cash money spilling out of the safe every time she opens it. So she's very good with money and bless her little heart. She does bring a fairly sizable bill to church each week. So she she's figured it out. But but here's I love that you say figure out which you know what personality they each have. My son does spend, but he's very generous and I love that he likes to give. So so that's good. All right. So, Laura, you're going to have to prepare yourself to be sound bitey and to be rapid fire and maybe to talk fast like I do. So we're going to go into those empty nest years and I'm facing them because, you know, of the age of our kids. And, and here's the thing. They do come back. And, and, and that's something to remind yourself of. It's kind of a slow move. And I, and I love that, that it's almost like God has helped us because, you know, they get their license and then that, you know, then that graduates to the next thing and then they go to college, but they come home for three and a half months. And, you know, and so it, 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 I like the fact that it's kind of a slow removal from the home. So, so Laura, we're going to get to a couple of things that you're an expert in. You have five ways to find purpose as an empty nester so you don't just melt under the carpet and cry for six months. You also have a parenting superpower quiz, which I just took. And surprise, surprise, I'm a connector person i'm a connections person um and and you also got have this kind of tip for cooking for two because we we we, you know we might tend to just make way too much food because we're so used to it for so many years so let's start with a couple of the ways you don't have to list all five of them to find purpose in your empty nest years well i think the first thing you have to do there's three things you've got to let go of you're going to have to let go of your mindset that things are impossible that you're too old you don't have enough money you don't um, you know, you can't fix a relationship. You can't uh, deal with your parents or, you know, you just have to let go of that thought that it is impossible. And I always use the story of Abraham. It took 24 years to get from the call of God to Isaac. It's not impossible. It just right. may take a while. Everything's possible with God. you got to start looking at what bad habits you developed over the course of your child rearing years did you spend every night and every weekend sitting in the bleachers eating nachos and hot dogs and now you're not real healthy you need to let go of those bad habits work on your own health you know did you push all your mental health issues aside while you were dealing with your kids kids are an amazing distraction yeah bad things for bad marriages for or marriages that need work 
um, mental health that needs work, health that needs work. You can push a lot of things aside, and so it's time to work on those. Um, let go of those unmet expectations. It is not your job to imitate the families you see on social media or you see at church. You're going to have to live your own family life and and it could be a role that God has for you. Yeah. And just think that there is some sort of expectation you have to meet. And that's such a big you sentence to find your purpose. But but can you just give the moms and any dads listening that, you know, as their, you know, their child's off at college and they might have a little more free time, how do they sit down and say, maybe I haven't been living out my purpose? How do they kind of start to pursue that? Well, especially if you have believed your entire purpose was raising your children, um, you're going to have to realize that there are other purposes, and God has more plans for you if you will just look for them. And it may take quite a bit of time of searching, of um, trial and error. You can still serve people. You can still put that energy that you had, that you were putting into your children, into something else. I would just, you go through a season of self-discovery. Try things. Do, like, every self-assessment you can find. Do the Enneagram. Do the Strengths Finder do spiritual assessments. I have an assessment on my blog, almostemptiness.net, that is your emptiness superpower. And you need to find your emptiness superpower. And then you're going to have to start trying things. Yeah, that's the, one, brave. that's the one I took. And, and I found out that I was a connector. So I'm really in the right business and thank God doing the right things, I, hopefully. Um, <laughs> but it fits me. So the parenting superpower quiz, and again, state the website so they can go check that out. AlmostEmptyNest.net. AlmostEmptyNest.net. That's great because sometimes people are like, I don't know how to find my purpose. I don't know how to find out what I'm good at now that I'm done or sort of done with the parenting years. And that's a great way to start. So I love that you've given them that, Laura. And then some of our habits need to change. And I'm going to interject before you get to the cooking for two advice. I just want to encourage you as a mom because I'm in the midst of a blog. Um, I have something very big coming out in September, which I'm going to tell you all about here in a couple of weeks. Um, that is going to give you advice for some of this stuff. But um, Lara and, and Melanie are truly the experts. But I would say you'll learn that you, as much as you are dedicated to motherhood, and who's, I'm super dedicated. I've got a, a, a nonprofit I run called Channel Mom. But you've, you've got to learn that um, you can't just, idol worship your kids and they're your all in everything. God does have other things for you to do. You are to, you know, move on and serve him in the ways beyond motherhood. And I love that. And you've raised them for a purpose. So it's not tragic that they're leaving the home and they're off to do their own things. That's exactly what you've been working for for these last 18 years. So I just want to encourage moms in that area. So now, Laura, you're standing there facing your husband. You're trying to find out your new purpose as an empty nester. But the cooking thing becomes complex. You've got a whole, you know, blog you You've done on cooking for two, right? Yes, because I have realized that the cooking for two thing um, is some of my absolute most popular posts, but it is not only a practical issue, it's an emotional issue because it's a constant reminder that your kids are not around your table. And so you have to start getting good at the cooking for two and enjoying it. And there, you know, there's a lot of tips about how to use your freezer and, um, you know, stop. Here's my number one tip. Stop buying in bulk and stop calculating unit costs because it doesn't do you any good to buy something at a low unit cost if you're going to throw it away. I mean, about the fifth gallon of milk I poured down the drain when I realized that my oldest son who drank all of the milk in the family was no longer there and we could now get by on a quart of milk. Yeah. Um, yeah. You just have to 
That, that's the number one tip. Stop buying in bulk and stop thinking, well, this one has a lower unit cost. It doesn't matter anymore if you're going to throw it out. Yeah, and here's the good news about that. We're spending less money. We're spending less money yes. on food, and that's a beautiful thing. All right, uh, as much as we miss our kids. Okay, so, uh, Melanie, can you please tell people how to find all of this advice in four days for free over the course of four days? I'm part of the summit. I'm giving three secrets for parenting teens and young adults, so I'm part of the summit on Tuesday. But tell people how to find it and, and, and you know, what it involves. Okay, so uh, our website is next phase parenting.com that's you can go there and sign up for free it's a four-day online summit each speaker's talk will be available for 24 hours but you can purchase the ability to have lifetime access there are all kinds you know a couple package plans um we have 25 speakers including laura and i i'm speaking to 21 ways your team can improve their grades and our topics range from, you know, career and college planning to praying for your adult children to, you know, uh, helping your team be more independent. Um, it's, it's yeah. just it, fabulous. It, it is. And how to get scholarships for college. I know a lot of yeah. people would like that. Um, yeah. All right. So next phaseparenting.com. The summit goes from July 26th through July 29th. Is that correct? And yes. okay, and I got to let you guys go. You guys are a blessing. I really hope that you gave some information today that's a, it's a comfort and a help and, and um, instructive for the moms and dads who tuned in. Thank you, Laura and Melanie, for being a part of Channel Mom today. Thank you. All right, this is the part where I thank you for being a mama. I know it's hard work, and sometimes people forget to thank you. I am thanking you for all the hard work and all the love and commitment you put into your children, even if they're adult children. Hey, check us out at channelmom.com. Pray for us, follow us on social media. Have a beautiful weekend. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio, and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM, and you'll see our Donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.